Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets that are important to you. Do you have a favorite donut? If given the choice of any donut, and a strawberry frosted with sprinkles is available, that's my number one. That's my go-to donut. That's my favorite donut. That's the donut I'm eating. If there's no strawberry frosted with sprinkles, but there's a strawberry frosted without sprinkles, then, then, I'll, then I'll take that, okay? But if there's no strawberry frosted without sprinkles, I'll take a maple glazed. And if there's no maple glazed, I don't know what I'll do. I guess it'll depend on how I'm feeling in that moment. You're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm the host of this show. My name is Andy Mascola. Hello. Nice to meet you, new friend. Good to see you again, old friend. Speaking of old, this podcast is now four years old. We're over 200 episodes in. I hope you'll stick around. I hope you like what you hear. I try to put on an entertaining show. Sometimes I'll do a funny bit. Sometimes I'll talk with an interesting, creative person. Sometimes it's just me talking to you. There are no ads on this podcast, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked is if you love the show and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine literature please consider purchasing one or two of my novels. I'm the author of nine independently published books that can all be purchased right now worldwide in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, but you'd like to buy ebook versions of my novels, you can now find all of them on Google Play. Just type M-A-S-C-O-L-A. That's how you'll find me on Google Play. If you don't use Amazon, but you'd like to buy one of my books in paperback format, you can find most of my titles at barnesandnoble.com. As always, if you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 207 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for spending time with me. You've made it. You found it. You found the greatest podcast. This is the one. Why would you listen to anything else? Hey, I haven't got a lot to talk about today, so I, I drew a bath. Which means, uh, for those uh, uh, in, the, uh, in the know, you know I'm getting in the bathtub. For those who don't know what Drew a Bathtub means, uh, I, I, I'm getting in the bathtub. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Come with me now. Come with me now. I'm going to the bathtub. Uh, I'm going to go get undressed. I'm going I'm to drop the equipment, okay? That's what's going to happen. Are we still recording? Gee, I hope so. Whew. Okay, all right, here we go. 
that looks lovely, yes. That looks like a lovely drawn bath. Kill the water here, that looks like plenty of water. And I'll set things up nicely right here so that uh, you can still hear me. It was already a lively show, isn't it? My goodness, how is, uh, how is your weekend going? Did I stop recording? Oh shoot. Hello. Oh good. I think we're I think we're okay. Sorry, I don't know if you lost me there for a moment, but I think we're okay now. All right. First, I will. Uh, you know what? I better keep my glasses on. I'm thinking about it, I need. I gotta see my notes. All right. I'm taking off a shirt. This is a new shirt, by the way. I got a uh, a Mandy shirt. Yes, from the Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't know. I I liked it. I guess. I really liked the movie, and I wanted to wear it. It's uh, it's sort of got that black metal um, kind of uh, looks like uh, tree roots, you know, kind of uh, graphic, kind of font, very kind of uh, black metal, death metal, like uh, it says the word Mandy, and in the middle is the axe. If you know the movie, then you know what I'm talking about. Uh, red on black. It's kind of nice. I like it. Anyway, uh, okay, I'm just roving now, taking off my pants. New jeans, by the way, with a button fly. Hadn't had a button fly... Uh, pair of jeans since I was probably a teenager and uh, for whatever reason my wife got these for me for Christmas and I like them it's taking some getting used to I haven't had a button fly in, in since I was you know probably like 14 15 years old so that's uh, that's a new thing and she told me she said she had no idea I thought that she knew what she was doing buying these button fly jeans but she said no nah, I had no idea <laughs> she said I actually ordered them online so okay uh, let me set up the um, the old equipment here. We'll get this tub side. And uh, by the way, uh, as always, I owe a bit of debt. You know what? I'm going to take off my glasses because I'm going to want to dunk my head underwater so you know it's what I'm really doing here. And I'm getting in the tub now. One foot, two foot, and uh, I am now in the tub, ladies and gentlemen. I am actually in the bath. And to prove it, I will dunk my head under the water. And you'll hear me scream, okay? So listen for the scream. One, two. Wow! There it is. Ah. Ooh. That's how you know it's a real deal. Where was I? I don't even remember what I was talking about. Button fly jeans, Mandy shirt. Getting in the bathtub, I lost my, my train of thought completely. Does it matter? No, not really. But I do have some things to talk with you about. Not a lot, but... But enough! Oh, okay. I suppose I'll start with the, the fact that my dog, Lola, I should say our dog, the family pet, she ruined another bed of hers. Yeah! Yeah, can you believe it? I, I know I've talked about this in the past, that she's got this habit of just like destroying the bed anytime she gets angry with me and it was Wednesday morning I got up and uh, I was going to the gym as I usually do and uh, her crate where she sleeps is right next to the couch where I put on my uh, my sneakers for the gym and uh, she saw me leaving and she was just kind of crying and she was standing up and I you know we have a routine man I do the gym for an hour and then I get home from the gym and then I put the harness on her and uh, if it's cold I put the put a coat on her and I 
and then I put the leash on, and then I take her for a walk, and we do our walk, and she does her business, you know? And, uh, for whatever reason, she was awake Wednesday morning. Sometimes she's not. Sometimes she's just kind of, like, still snoozing, you know, while I'm getting ready to go to the gym. And, uh, she was awake, and, uh, she was crying, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh no. I, I thought to myself, if she wrecks this bedding, because I know her by now, you know? And, and, and this not like this happens every day. It happens, you know, every couple months. It's really weird. She'll like, she'll want attention or want to be taken out immediately. And to, to and she acts out if she doesn't get what she wants, you know? And uh, that's exactly what happened. So like, I went to the gym, did my thing. I was reading uh, the new Cliff Nesteroff book, which is something else I wanted to talk to talk with you about. The, um, the uh, We Had a Little Real Estate Problem is the name of the book. I don't know if you know Cliff Nesteroff. He wrote this great book called The Comedians a couple of years back. And he basically broke down the history of comedy in America. And, Amer and, and stand-up comedy is like an American invention. It truly is. You know what I mean? It was... It was created uh, in, in the vaudeville houses, basically, to, to kill time between acts. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you know, that's what people did for entertainment. And everything, like, all the, all the terminology that, that goes along with stand-up came from, essentially, like, that, that, that one scene, man, the vaudeville scene. It's wild. Or vaudeville, excuse me. Anyway, so Cliff Nesterop, if you're ever interested, wrote this great book called The Comedians. It takes you from the very in beginnings of comedy in America all the way up through, like, Podcasts, literally like what I'm doing right now, walks you right up through to like the age of podcasts and comedians on podcasts. I'm not a comedian. I don't know if I'm even a humorist. I'm just a, I, I, I'm a guy who, who writes novels <laughs> and I'm a music journalist and uh, I'm a goofball. I think that's pretty much it. And I do this podcast. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so Cliff Nesterov's, his new book anyway is called uh, We Had a Little Real Estate Problem and it is about Native Americans in comedy. And the history of Native Americans in comedy. I had no idea. Like, I knew about Will Rogers. I remember watching, like, this PBS special about Will Rogers years and years and years ago. And I was interested, man. I was like, well, this, this is a fascinating cat, man. You know, this guy is uh, half Native American and, uh, you know, basically was like a superstar of his day, man. I say his day, you know, it was like the early 1900s. But, like, the first, essentially... Uh, Native American stand-up comic, really, is what he was, and, uh, you know, had a, had a fascinating career, so, so, like, Nesterov wrote about all that, and then he, he walks you right up through the history of Native Americans and comedy, and, and, you know, what was kept being repeated throughout the, the book is that, like, you know, it's something that I had in mind, like, people picture in, in Native Americans as being, like, these stoic kind of figures, as kind of, like, stone-faced and serious, you know, because that's how they'd been portrayed, you know, but, but there's a there's a history of Native American humor, you know what I mean, in, in their folk tales and in in you know just there are people who who like to laugh and and obviously when you come from when you when you come from a situation where you you have to struggle you know to survive and and obviously if you know the past of of Native Americans uh, and what they've had to endure through you know um, you know colonization of. Uh, of America and like Europeans coming over and taking whatever the hell they want, you know, there's a lot of sadness and to get through the sadness, you, you have to laugh. So there's, there's this whole history of native Americans in comedy that I had no idea about. It's, it was a very good book. I recommend it. I can't say I liked it as much as the comedians, but, uh, it was eye opening for sure. And I recommend it anyway. So I'm at the gym. Sorry. I didn't mean to uh, go off on that tangent, but, uh, I was at the gym reading the com the, um, 
uh, we had a little real estate problem. Again, the new Cliff Nestroff book. And uh, I got home, and yeah, yeah, I come home, and Lola had destroyed, destroyed uh, the, 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 the padding in her crate. Man, she ripped it all up because she was pissed, excuse me, but pissed at me for leaving her, man. And uh, like my wife saw it, and she said, that's it. She said, she, my wife was so upset because she, she literally, and I, I'm sure I talked about it, I think either on the last episode or the episode before that my wife had bought this, bought this, 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 this padding for her, her, Lola's crate, our dog's crate. And the, and the dog had just destroyed it, man. And again, she's not sitting there snarling or angry or barking or anything like that. She's looking at me like, well, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? She's just like looking at me, you know? And meanwhile, there's like foam all around her. And I, and I, I'm not going to like, I don't, I'm not, I don't get angry. I don't like rant and rave. You know, I just look at her and I'm just like, man, oh, so what do you do? What are you doing? You, you're not going to have nothing to sleep on, Lola. You know, because what do you, can you do? It's just an animal, you know, you can't get angry with it. I mean, you can get angry, but you can't like rant and rave. And obviously I, I would never raise my hand to, to any person or animal, you know. But, um, but you know, that was Wednesday and here we are. It's, it's, I'm recording this on Saturday and I, I, I have to tell you, man, just watching my wife cleaned all the, the, the padding up and threw it away yesterday. And like, we literally just left it in the crate with her for a couple days. And then my wife just got sick of looking at it and, and bagged it all up and threw it away. And the dog was a mess last night. You know what I mean? She didn't want to lie down in the crate, didn't want to go into it. Like, cause it's hard plastic. And I'm like, man, I just feel bad. And I, I was talking with my wife this morning. I said, what can we do? And I, she said, she said, well, you, you know, you can't use any, anything in the house because she'll, she'll wreck it. And so I thought to myself, well, I'm just going to go to Goodwill and get a blanket cheaply, and I'll just use that. And that's exactly what I did. I went to I went to a Goodwill, and I found a blanket for three dollars, and uh, and I brought that home and I put that in the crate, and she was she was psyched. She was the dog. She immediately went in the crate and to check it all out. Was lying on it. it was like, all right, this is great. <coughs> Excuse me. I guess and I guess that's what it's going to have to be. I'll just have to like. Anytime, anytime she destroys it, because it's at this point, you know, it's been a year. We've probably had eight different, at least eight different, you know, pads or bedding in there or pillows or whatever that she's destroyed one way or the other. And, and I, I guess what I'm going to have to do is just like, you know, every time that she, it needs to be replaced, I'll just go to Goodwill and, and buy one cheaply and, and hope that it lasts as long as it does because it, it doesn't make any sense to buy something nice anymore because the dog destroys it, you know? And and she seems to be fine with just, you know, with just something that's, uh, you know, obviously secondhand, you know? And uh, why wouldn't she be, you know? Um, do I say man too much? My wife was like, you know, she was listening to the podcast and she's like, you know, you say man all, an awful lot. And I said, well, it's just so I don't say um or uh, you know, I think it's like, it's like a replacement, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, well, yeah, I could, I could say um or uh, but I, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say man. It's basically laziness. Sorry about that. Uh, drop the equipment again. This will be an interesting podcast. Well, um, see what else I have going on here. Uh, I lost my keys in my car. Yeah, that happened yesterday. We had a good snowstorm fall, about six and a half inches of snow fell uh, between, between the, I think it was um, between Thursday and Friday. And I went out and I shoveled it 
and what I what I have a tendency to do is like I'll start the cars and leave like the defrost on and the heat like cranked so that everything melts off and it makes it easier to clean it. And I was I made the stupid mistake probably because I just like worked all day and I wasn't thinking. I just like had dinner and then I immediately went outside in the dark to shovel. And I just started my car and I locked the door and closed it. And I was I was mad at myself, you know, and I'm like, oh, that was stupid, Andy, you know. Um, so I, I went back inside because I needed to get my wife's keys to to unlock my car so I could get I could get my keys out of my car. And uh, I opened the front door and I didn't want to go in the house because I was covered in snow and my you know I had boots on and everything, so I shouted, I said, I said, Julie, I said, uh I said, I need your keys. And uh, she said, why? And I said, look, I locked my keys in my car. She said, what? And I said, I locked my keys in my car. She said, why did you do She yelled back like, why did you do that? I said, I, I just said, I just need your keys, all right? I locked my keys in my car. I already feel like an idiot. Can you please just get me your keys so I can get my keys out of my car? And I felt bad immediately for yelling, you know, because like I think I told you last week, I'm trying to be a, <laughs> a more kind and empathetic person, and like my temper got away from me. But I'm like literally standing there feeling dumb already, asking me for my, my wife for her keys. And I'm thinking, is like, why doesn't she just give me her keys? Like, why does she need me to explain? Like, I'm already, I already feel like ashamed and humiliated enough as it is. It's, it's embarrassing enough, you know. And fortunately, she did. She wasn't upset. You know, she's a very sensitive person. You know. <clears throat> it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been out of the ordinary for her to say, you know, it's horrible. Why did you yell at me? I, no, don't yell at me. And she's right. Don't yell at her, you know. And uh, and uh, but she was fine, you know. And I immediately felt bad. I said, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I yelled. I'm sorry. I yelled. I just I felt I, I'm embarrassed that I locked my keys in my car, and um, I just didn't want to. Like I just didn't want to have to <laughs> relive it and keep <laughs> repeating it. I'm, I was embarrassed enough as it is. Um. It's fine. So everything was fine with that. I just so I, I'm doing my best with my New Year's resolution to be a, a more kind and empathetic person. But uh, but yeah, it still gets away from me sometimes. It got away from me the other day. Um, shoot, man, I've got a busy day coming up. Holy crap, Boldy! I got a busy Tuesday, man. I gotta. I'm finally gonna get my tooth, man. I I I I told you. And there's a man again. It's my substitute for um or uh. Okay. Uh, and there's an uh. I'll say, uh, it's the man, uh, <laughs> yeah, my molar that had been chipped and replaced three weeks ago, I'm, I'm finally getting the permanent tooth in, which I, I can't wait for because I've got like a ton of candy I got, my wife got me for Christmas because she knows I love like the, my, my favorite candy, like I love chocolate as, as you know, I think I, I think I ate some chocolate on the show two weeks ago, um, but, uh. But I love like anything chewy and fruity, <laughs> you know, like like here, like an example, like Starburst. I love right, like um, dots, you know, dots. Um, shoot, man, like uh, shoot, man, like neon sour gummy worms. Holy moly! And I can't, I haven't been able to eat any of that. Like my wife gave me a bunch of that stuff in my stocking, you know, because she knew I, I. That's 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 one of my favorite treats, and uh, and I I was good, man. I've been good. I haven't eaten any of it. So, because I'm, I'm afraid that, that the replacement, the temporary crown that they put on my tooth is going to come out. They told me, they said, don't eat anything chewy. So I've been avoiding chewy foods, you know. It, I, I've been like, if I want something sweet, I'll eat pudding. 
you know, uh, or peanut butter and fluff. That's what I've been doing, which, you know, isn't a whole lot better for me, but at least it's not going to like yank this temporary crown out of my mouth, you know, but, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting, <laughs> getting the permanent crown so that I can then eat horrible things again <laughs> and ruin my teeth some more. <laughs> Get back to ruining my teeth. Uh, anyway, I've got that going on, like, first thing in the morning, that's scheduled for, like, 7.30 this week, and then at 9.30, I gotta take Lola to the vet, and this is, this is something, man, like, I registered my dog with the city and everything, I did all the right things, got all her shots when we first got her, and then registered her with the city, and then I, I get a, I get an email from the city saying, hey, your, your dog is due for re-registration, I'm like, re-registration, oh, this is a racket, you know, and they said, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to prove that, you know, she has this shot and that shot and the other shot. And I was like, oh my God, I guess you have to like renew these shots, you know? And you, forgive me, you know, if, if you're a dog owner and you know all this already, you're probably like, yeah, you, you got to do that every year. But like, I didn't know. I'm brand new to this, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so I call the vet. I make an appointment for 9.30 a.m. So I've, I've got to go literally get my tooth and then I got to go home, get my dog, get her fecal sample. Isn't that fun? Get her in the car and then bring her to the vet for her shots. That's that's gonna be a hell of a day, man. That's gonna be and then I gotta go to work. I gotta be at work at like eleven AM. And I've already checked. I already said, you know, I, I, I live, you know, five minutes away from the, the, the vet. I said, is it gonna take I gotta be back at work at, at to, to be online at eleven for work. Is that gonna be an issue? They said, No, you'll be out of here by then, it'll be fine. So uh so I've got that I've got that uh going this week. And you know what? I just realized, shoot man, I got into this tub. I forgot my notes, man. Hang on a second. I gotta go get my notes. I've got some notes here. But I don't have I don't have the closeout notes. You'd think I'd have that memorized by now, but I don't. So let me get out. You know what else I forgot, man? I I was not prepared. I, I forgot a towel. <laughs> I have no towel. I have no towel, no notes. Hang on a second. Come with me, folks. And uh, I will close out the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for doing the bathtub episode. I know it's it's uh, it's a little weird, but uh, I always enjoy it. Let's see if I can find some notes here. Oh, there they are. God, heaven forbid we, we close out the show uh, any other way. This has been episode 207 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace. <laughs>